Greetings. My name is Dave. And I'm Stacy. Welcome to the Plants Change My Life podcast. We are a husband and wife team living in Houston, arguably the barbecue capital of Texas, who share a passion for good food and holistic wellness. We are on a mission to inspire people to live their best lives through healthy food choices, one meal at a time. Every individual making these choices today will help create a legacy of good health and wellness for the next generation. In this podcast, you'll hear stories from people who have experienced awesome changes with the plant-based lifestyle. We'll also feature other amazing individuals whose voices help with our mission. Today, we're talking to an Atlanta woman who found relief from chronic digestion issues after switching to a plant-based diet. Chi-Chi Wizu says she never intended to go vegan, but the benefits she discovered after eliminating meat and dairy products were undeniable. Grab your tea and take a seat. Here's her story. Chichi Wizu, the founder of Yes, I Made My Dress, a life and style blog that showcases the creativity and freedom of designing and making your own fashion. She's also an avid traveler and foodie. We are so glad to have her here to talk about how going vegan changed her life. Thank you for joining us, Chichi. Thank you, Stacy. Let's start by learning about you. Where are you from and where are you, where are you located now? Um, I'm originally from Nigeria. I'm, I currently live in Atlanta. I've been living in Atlanta for a long time, <laughs> um, since I was eight, but I'm originally, was born and um, moved, born in Nigeria, but moved here when I was eight. Okay. So you've been there pretty much most of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is the vegan culture like in Atlanta? Oh, it's, it's slowly getting there. Um, it's not like any other city but it's growing um we just got um a bunch of restaurants that are just popping up here and there and i hear about all these little ones that are coming up but so it's it's getting there but it's not big yet mm-hmm. yes i i've been to atlanta twice but it's been a long time so i don't even remember i don't even remember like what i ate when i was there but i'm glad to hear that it's growing yeah, it's definitely growing. It's getting, we're getting, there's like um, the the hamburger um, place, the, oh gosh. Is it the slutty, the, is it slutty yeah, vegan? Yeah, slutty vegan. Yes. That's, that's in Atlanta, right? Yeah, she started in Atlanta and um, and there, there are other restaurants, but she really, really brought the whole um, vegan type of fast food eating, um, made it a little popular here. Mm-hmm. And then there are other places that, you know, that, mo- that have been here before she was. But like I said, Atlanta's growing with their um, vegan culture. What I'm liking though is that all like a lot of restaurants are incorporating a vegan menu, which mm-hmm. is also great. So it may not be a fully vegan restaurant, but there's it's amazing how many vegan options are now on menus because they see that there are vegans in Atlanta. Yes. So that's the good part about it. Yes, that's awesome. That's awesome. So tell me, how long have you been vegan? I've been vegan for um, four years in, yeah, 2016 is when I became vegan, late 2016. Mm-hmm. So let's go back to the beginning. What made you decide to make this transition? 
Um, I start. <clears throat> I started off was I was very passionate about like about food and how food affects you. Um, I remember reading this book. I was doing paleo back in the day, and I read a book about um, just about food, and it was t- saying that how our bodies are just used to just eating things that we enjoy, but not may may not be that great for you. Mm-hmm. So it was all about like removing things from your diet and then adding them back in. And then if you don't feel well when you add them back in, then that means your body doesn't like it, no matter how great it tastes. Mm-hmm. So that always stuck out to me about just how food, how how food, how you and your body interact with food. Mm-hmm. So um, at that time, I was trying all these um, different types of lifestyles. Like I said, I don't like paleo. Well, I think at that time I was doing paleo. And um, we're still having a lot of like digestive problems, like constant indigestion, constant like stomach aches. Um, and I kept saying, I went to the doctor and the doctor told me, well, you're going to have to take an over-the-counter every day. I said, for how long? She said, well, indefinitely. Mm-hmm. I said, well, that's not going to work for me because I'm not going to take a over-the-counter every day just based on how I feel. It just didn't add up to me. And she couldn't tell me what was wrong. She just said... Oh, it's indigestion. Mm-hmm. So that was just like a, a, like a, like a light bulb moment, like an aha moment. Like it's got to be something that I'm eating. And at that time, I was eating at every, literally every day. I ate steak and eggs because that 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 lifestyle allows you to always eat a lot of meats, but then some veggies. But I was pushing those veggies to the side, and I was just constantly eating a lot of meat. So then I just started reading a lot about just how food can heal you mm-hmm. and how food can cure you. And um, there were all these people that just kept popping up. Like I think at that time, I think Dr. Sebi had passed away. And I was like, who's this guy everybody keeps talking about? Um, and also, I just started reading a lot and then started watching a lot of documentaries about food. And I just learned how what you eat can either kill you or cure you and I just that kind of stuck to me and I just kept going with it Mm -hmm. so as you were reading and watching these documentaries what was like that first step that you made um what was your transition like um I first I started I took away chicken um and I know I definitely took away chicken and red meat of course right chicken and red meat were the first things to go and I just was like, again, using that whole motto is if I introduce it back to my life or shoot, will I feel bad? Mm-hmm. So I went like, I think I said, I'll give myself like 40 days of, I think I was around Lent. Yeah. I gave myself like 40 days and I was like, I'm going to, I'm just only going to eat seafood. I'm going to eat eggs. I'm still going to eat dairy. Even though I was lactose intolerant, mm-hmm. I was still going to eat dairy. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, and then where after that period ended, I kind of went back to eating. I like I ate chicken again. It wasn't giving me that satisfaction that I was looking for. So mm-hmm. I just continued. And so from there, I took away fish or seafood. And then I took away dairy and I took away eggs. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the day, like I didn't I didn't expect to be vegan. That was not my that was not my my role. Like I that was not my idea. It was just I'm just I just want to feel better. And I know it's my food, so I'm just going to take away anything that's making me feel crappy and 
whenever, if I keep feeling great, then continue down the path. But I remember one of the things that really took me over the hump, because at that time I was still eating seafood. I remember going out with my sister, who's was not, she was more of a vegetarian-ish. She doesn't, let me say, she doesn't have labels, but she doesn't really eat a lot of um, meat, but she still ate fe- seafood. Mm-hmm. Um, we had tacos one time out at a restaurant and we had shrimp tacos and ate those shrimp tacos did not even realize that there was pork in the shrimp tacos we both went home sick just late like just laid out for a day and at that when i woke up from all that craziness i said that's it no more no more animal nothing i'm just gonna eat i'm just i guess i'm just gonna be plant-based so that's that's how it was i think that was just like the I, I was still holding on to the idea of like, oh, I can just eat seafood once in a while. But after that period and after feeling bad like that, and I know it may have not just been about the seafood, but I said, told my, I mean, yeah, it, but I told myself like, if you didn't have those shrimp tacos, you wouldn't have had that pork in there. So let's just take it all off the menu. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So did you, when you were transitioning, what was your family's reaction like as you were making these changes? <laughs> I, I'm laughing because if you know anything about Nigerian culture, it's very, very meat heavy, like meat heavy. Now, there are foods that have veggies in them because our soups, a lot of our traditional soups have a lot of veggies in them. But the idea of removing meat from your diet altogether is just absurd. So my immediate family... Because I have a sister who's very flexible in how she eats. She was kind of, she was on board. Um, but then everyone was kind of like, why would you do that? You know, or no, I'm not going to give up me. I'm not, you know, no, no. But now, like a lot of my, my immediate family members are, I don't, a lot, majority plant-based. I can't even say like even my mom who just, was like she couldn't fathom the idea of just not eating meat. She, we and her talk all the time about how she's literally like majority of her meals are plant based now because she's just out over the idea of just eating meat. So it started off a little rocky in the beginning, but not that they, they, they it's just that they didn't know. Mm-hmm. And as they got to it, a lot of my my sisters are very very into plant based eating, and um, and my parents are too. That's awesome that you were able to actually make that impact and help everybody kind of see that this is something that should be explored. Yes, definitely. I mean, I I just, I wasn't going to give up. You know, I I wasn't, I didn't want to, it would have been nice for everyone to come along. But at the end of the day, I was like, it's everybody, it's your choice on what you choose to eat. Um, But if I tell you that these meals are great, I mean, why would you not eat something that tastes good, even though it doesn't have meat in it? You know, so that's how like I, I, my, I have a sister who lives in D.C. And I when I go visit, I cook and we eat, you know, I cook my what I eat and she enjoys it. And so she's been doing her thing. And like I said, they it hasn't it, to me, I'm amazed to see the progress in them. But I'm exactly I'm happy, too, because they're they've got to be experiencing the positive feelings I'm feeling from the food that I'm eating. So you talked about just listening to your body and seeing how food impacts you. 
and what you're mm-hmm. eating and, and, and how your body responds to it. Was the, mm-hmm. as your, like your mom and your dad, as they started eating more plant-based foods, were they kind of feeling the same type of thing? Yes. My mom, my mom, my mom is very passionate about eating healthy. Like she is, and she's, um, she has her own garden. She's just very into, um, wellness and she has all these books and she's always weird. Me and her talk a lot about just health and wellness. And she talks about how if she eats these certain foods and how it makes her feel great on the inside. So, and she's always, she, as she's getting older, she's battling with her own health issues. So she's finding more and more ways to incorporate, you know, plants into her eating. And especially now that she has a huge garden, a huge organic garden, that she eats what she grows. And a lot of it, you know, she, a lot of her plate is our plants. And it now my dad might be a little funny because he, you know, he's a little tough with it, but he's still they're open to it. Like Mm -hmm. they don't, they, she talks about the positive feelings that she gets from eating, um, a lot of fruits and veggies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So a lot of times people, when they're thinking about giving up meat or eating more plant-based, they're kind of clueless. Well, they don't really have an idea about what they're able to eat. They feel like they're going to be deprived. Can you, and, and I noticed on your, on your website, uh, you have a lot of great food, pics posted so can you talk a little bit about some of your uh favorite like plant-based meals and some of the things that you your go-to stuff that you like to eat oh yes um so I remember when when I first started my journey I was a little lost um because I was focusing on things that I could not eat then Mm -hmm. again like interacting with like people other other plant-based um um enthusiasts and also other strict vegans, they kept saying like, don't focus on what you can't eat, focus on what you, what you can eat. So I had to turn around my way of thinking and also realize that I was focusing on a lot of like Americanized foods because um, before, like back in college, I had been a vegetarian and I was the junk food vegetarian. I ate, you know, processed morning stars every day, you know, and all those type of things. And that was not, I didn't, I couldn't hold on to that. I mean, that's a little bit more, that's expensive for college Mm -hmm. students. So I had to let that go, but chips were cheap. So that's vegetarian too. So, but but, but, a can of soda is too. So, but I had to flip when I did it, when I said, when I transitioned this time, I focused a lot on other cultures that ate vegetarian and vegan foods. So um, I found all the, I love Asian food. So a lot of Asian cultures, they're very, very into plant-based eating. Um, African cultures that are plant-based eaters, you know, so those, that's a Mediterranean that I, they're vegetarians, but you know, once you take the cheese out, you're good. So mm-hmm. I, um, I started eating like, I've kind of always ate like that, but I focused more on eating like that. So just picking and choosing meals from different from different countries widened my palate and so I can't even say if I have a favorite meal mm-hmm. um but I do have because I have a mishmash of like when I cook I'm cooking from I have all these spices from all over you know the world that I cook with because I I, I can't just focus on just the American diet I have to focus on I, I prefer focusing on other countries that are also you know, excited about plant-based eating. Mm-hmm. 
that's I can totally relate to that. Um, cause that's that's a really good thing that you mentioned because it's true that people can feel restricted when they think, okay, um, I'm going plant based, and what are the what are the possibilities? But there are like mm-hmm. like so many other cultures that have these plant based, like plant centered type of diets. Like it's like mm-hmm. one of my like our favorite restaurants are like Indian, Mediterranean, Ethiopian. So I like that you brought that up. Yeah, that's why I love. I, I mean, I don't even. Whenever I go out to eat or with, I'm just like, look, let's just go get some Thai food or let's just go get some Ethiopian food, you know? Because that at least I know definitely that's gonna be. I know what to eat there, and mm-hmm. um, and I think the food is just more flavorful. I just feel like it's just it just. If you're if I'm going to enjoy my food, I want it to be really good. So um, I think that foods from other countries are just just filled packed with flavor that sometimes our food isn't you know is kind of lacking at times but i just like the different the different um tastes and textures and all that from all the cultures around the world mm-hmm. so uh, you seem to be pretty like you know you spoke about going out and you travel how has a plant-based lifestyle impacted you and how you navigate like social situations well, and well, if I if I travel, I kind of look up look up places that I would try out, or if I find some places on Instagram, I keep a bookmark on about it. Or because if if I travel and I'm going to go see family, they already know about my lifestyle, and they're all like, "Well, we could go try here, or we could try." I mean, I've heard of this place. Let's go do this. At least you can have somewhere to eat, mm-hmm. and then that that makes it easier for me. But majorities, if I'm if I'm going out of the country, I've already looked up like vegans who live here, you know, so that I yeah. see where they go to eat and what they eat, and that makes it a lot easier for me. And I don't think I've ever I haven't really found a lot of difficult places. Um, I can't say I've found I've ran into a lot of difficulties that way because, um, like I said, most most places are there's something you can eat from the menu if it just means like some fruit i mean i'm okay with that you know so or some rice and veggies you right somebody always has rice and veggies mm-hmm. <laughs> so, that's yeah. true that's true um what advice would you have for somebody that's thinking about making the switch to a like a vegan diet um i would just say don't try to do it all at one time that is, I think that's the, the downfall of some people when they say, well, I'm just going to go cold turkey or I'm just grossed out by this immediately. Um, I think that it should be a process because there's so much temptation. So because let's say you just you're hungry one day and you and you know that wings are your weakness, you know, that there's nothing going to stop you from just running to this, you know, went to the ring stop and getting some wings. I think it's, if it's a process, if you slowly wean yourself off of certain things, and especially if you read and you watch videos and documentaries and you talk to other plant-based individuals, it like solidifies the reason why you're doing what you're doing. Because if you're just doing it just because you say, I just want to be plant-based or I just want to be vegan, it's not going to sustain you. Or some people say, I just want to do it to lose weight, mm-hmm. but it's not going to sustain you versus if if you're, if it makes sense to why you're doing what you're doing. I hope that makes sense what mm-hmm. I said, but um, 
Yeah, so if you have to have like a, a strong foundation and continuously build on that foundation. And while you were doing that, learning along the way, being open to... I mean, I'm not one of somebody who says, you know, like some people say, well, you shouldn't talk about veganism. Yes, I will. I will always talk about it because if somebody else, somebody didn't talk about it, I wouldn't have been there too. So you have to, you know, ask the questions and learn along the way while you're like either removing things or... Or if you cold turkey, then stay cold turkey and continue doing it that way. Mm-hmm. You you spoke about watching some documentaries that were really like moving and uh, reading books. Can you tell us a little mm-hmm. bit about what some of those books and movies were that were inspiring to you? Um, I've watched um document all the doc- food documentaries on um on Netflix, like the Forks Over Knives, the well, it started off as just a health thing. So I, I listened to, like, I think I watched, like, Fed Up. And then that, that there was a movie about, a documentary about juicing. Um, so, again, going back to, it's just all plant-based. I mean, eating a lot of more plants and and, and, um, and fruits. And then I, um, I started reading, I mean, listening to um, reading about, like, just how our, our plants are produced, like seeds and all those things. And... I'm sorry, I don't know all the names because there's been such a long time ago since I watched them. Mm-hmm. But um, but definitely the plants over forks over knives mm-hmm. was also eye opening. And I remember when what was saying what's the health came out. Mm-hmm. That was more recent, and a lot of people watching watched that. That was really good too. And I think recently I watched something um, a documentary about um, athletes, vegan vegan athletes or plant based athletes. Uh huh. Um, and the I don't remember the name of that one either. Yeah, that was I, really great too. Yeah. I was trying to think of the name of it too. It came out last year, right? Yeah. It just recently came out. And I love the idea that they brought that out because at that time, um, I was when I was transitioning, I was also working out. Mm-hmm. And I was telling people how like you feel like like a whole nother person. Why it's just hard to explain until you experience it how great your workouts feel mm-hmm. eating plant based like you just feel untouchable you feel like okay you ran a mile I can run run another half a mile or two miles just and you'd like where did all this energy come from where did all this stamina come from and I kept saying it's got to be the plants it's got to be the fact that I've changed my diet and it for the best for the good so yes. and that was that 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 documentary was solidified that game know. changers was it game changers yes it was yeah game changers. that was really mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. it was really really good yeah yeah and i saw that you do you do a 10k with your dad every year every year that is awesome uh, <laughs> every year um before my transition um my i was i used to dread that 10k be, i was like i'm not training for it i'm not i'm just here for moral support <laughs> I'm not, you know, just here. And so when I started, when I decided to take it seriously, I think I'd already, I think I probably was like a year in, oh, just a couple of months in, into my, um, into my um, lifestyle. And I was training, I was running. Again, like I felt, I just felt like a different person. I felt like I was putting in like seven miles, 10 miles. Like that's not it. Me, I was like, I don't even run. Like, why <laughs> I, you know? So, but I was putting in my miles each day. And 
when we went to the 10k because my dad if you if you remember my father he's a, he's he's a big talker like he was telling me that i better not slow him down <laughs> while we're out there you know i'm just like really i said you know what i'm gonna take it easy on you and so that was the first time it was one year that i felt so great out there like i I mean, he's a run walker, and I really could have ran that entire race, but I wasn't going to leave my dad behind. Yeah. And so, but at the end of the day, though, he did say, wow, I'm so proud of you. You did really well this year. I was like, thank you. Aww. Give me my props. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Yes. Yes, I love that. I My dad is a runner, and I there were two years straight I was trying to do a 5K. We're not at the 10K level yet, but uh-huh. we're trying to do a 5K with him every year. But I that's awesome. I love that you and your dad have that thing that y'all do. It's like a routine. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's the next thing that you hope to accomplish in health and wellness? Um, I, at the point where I've, I'm trying to start gardening so mm-hmm. that I can transition from buying my fruits and veggies from the from the farmers markets and just actually growing my own. That's my next big 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 plan. I don't have the space right now to do it, but mm-hmm. once I do, um I, that's my big plan. Like I really want to be as sustainable as possible um mm-hmm. and lower my um, footprints. I think as I've been going through this process of once you, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not plant based because I didn't start off, you know, because of animals. I started off because of health. But as you go through the process, at least for me, as I've been going through the process, I've just been, you just become very much aware about a lot of things that you can change, just small changes that make a major impact. And I've been working on trying to be just more, just, just more earth. Um, conscious like recycling a lot more and then eventually to the point where like I said I'm want to have my own grow my own food that I don't need to have to go to the grocery store anymore as much I guess yes that's so true it's it is like once you take once you start taking steps and you it's like your mind opens up to so many other things and ways to look mm-hmm. at things mm-hmm. definitely you do and you just I mean you can't and you can't unsee it so mm-hmm. it's hard to just turn you know and I feel even like I feel bad whenever I get takeout and I was like man I have to use this plastic fork you know right. and I just those those things really really and you like you're so bothered you I wouldn't have thought that I'd even be that person who's so so concerned but you if when, as you start the process you've gotten to the part where you you know how to heal your body and you now it's like okay, well then what else is there to do? You should be working on, you know, spreading the word and also making sure that the your community and environment around you is also healthy as well, so. Yes, that's so true. It's like once you, once you know better, you have to do better. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> so how can people connect with you and learn more about you and everything you're doing? Um, I am on, I have a website, um, or blog. Um, it's a little, like I said, it's lifestyle, but I am bumping it up a little bit more lifestyle and fashion at yes, I made my dress.com and I have an Instagram, same thing. Yes. I made my dress. Um, yes, I made my dress. I think it's just an underscore after that, but yeah. 
I'm always open. I have, um, I post a lot of store on my Insta stories. I post a lot of my foods that I'm cooking and I need to transition that into putting it on the website, but it's more, it's a lot of the, I cook and I post. I cook. So I have a lot of questions that come in my Insta stories and I, from my Insta stories and I don't have a problem, um, sharing and answering questions and because I mean, I'm I'm all for if I have a wealth of knowledge about how great this lifestyle is, and I'm always open to share and give more information. So, yeah, I saw you did a 30 day raw challenge, and your food looked so delicious. Oh my goodness! Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Um. Yeah. You. This. I think this lifestyle forces you to cook a lot more. I mean. Um. So you. You just. You, I think I always tell my friends, like, once you, you, if you're passionate about cooking, then you're passionate about what you eat and you're passionate about sharing. Like, I always say, like, I prefer cooking and sharing. So if I cook by myself, I guess I could, let me take a picture and post it to everybody. It's the same thing as sharing. Mm-hmm. So um, y'all could join me. And... Yes. <laughs> and be inspired. Make so, your own. <laughs> yes. And be inspired. Yes. And that's, that's why I'm always like shocked when someone says, hey, you said you posted this and I went and tried it and it was great. I was just like, what? Well, great. Like, let me post something else. So maybe you can go out and try. Yeah. And, you know, because I don't, I mean, I'm, I, I would love for everyone to be plant-based and vegan and all that. But I understand that that's a challenge and not everybody's at that point that I am. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been there at this point for, you know, f- five years ago. And so it's the baby steps and if someone's if someone says hey this girl is doing it and she's doing it with ease you can do it too especially if it saves you a little bit money along the way too so yes yes is there anything that we haven't talked about that you would like to add so i was i was thinking when you were asking me about my transition and how i got there i know one of the things that i when i used to hear about plant-based and and a vegan lifestyle I never used to see people who look like me doing it. Mm-hmm. And I, that was kind of like a, it was like a pause moment. Like I don't, I didn't, I was like, well, what do they eat? You know, and that when you think about that, you know, when someone said they were vegan, they looked frail to me and they <laughs> look like, you know, and they just look like they were malnourished and, I said, I don't want to look like that. And, or they were out like, you know, the quote unquote, the tree hugger. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no. But then as I started my transition, I started to see more and more people who look like me. And I was like, well, you know, like there, there are, I mean, it's true. There are non-white people who, who are, who are vegans and who look very healthy and look curvy and look, you know, and they're out here doing it. So that was one of the things that made me say, okay, you know, I don't have to look. It, it, there's not one look to right. to veganism. And there's not one type of meal that you eat. And it, there's right. not, it's not cookie cutter. So that was really, really what pushed me to continue. Because, and then when that opened up, when I started seeing, I was like, there's a whole world of people. And then there's a whole world of people across the waters who are doing this. And there's, you know, so... They, I just didn't see it. And I guess, I don't know why that is, but. Yes. Mm-mm. Yes. Yes. I, I like that you brought that up because like representation is so important mm-hmm. <laughs> and diversity. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause it is, veganism has so many faces. 
and yes. it, it is a thing that is very diverse and and it's yes. it's like where i live in houston houston is like a really really diverse city and I, it's just when we go to festivals and events it's really i love seeing all the variety of people mm-hmm. who are embracing mm-hmm. this lifestyle it's mm-hmm. just like but i understand you know like you mentioned there's so many stereotypes when people first think about it it's kind of like ah <laughs> Right. I don't, I don't know that. about this. Right. <laughs> that's not, not going to be me. But <laughs> but then there's like all these people who don't. And then there's now that now it's I think now that it's a I hate to say it's a trending thing, but now it's more popular. And so more people or even more celebrities and more people are coming out and saying, well, I eat like this. Mm-hmm. And instead of kind of hiding it in the dark and and that kind of opens, at least for me, opened my world to like. Old. I was like, whoa, there's all these people. And like you said, when you go to festivals and when I go to certain festivals, I was like, wait a minute, like where, where were y'all before, you know? Mm-hmm. But that was just, again, it's representation and not knowing and, and not moving, I guess, maybe in the right or looking at the right things. But now I think it's just wide open. I mean, social media makes it so hard. It's so easy for you to just hashtag plant-based or hashtag vegan lifestyle and you see a bunch of stuff and a bunch of people so yes 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 it's like so exciting to see how this community is is growing so rapidly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and social media yes. does make it seem like you're more in touch with everybody like a little bit Very a little bit closer so. <laughs> just a tad bit right right yes, yes. Well, I really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to sit down and chat with us about your plant-based journey, your story. I just love your story. And Oh, uh, thank you. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing you your garden. You grow your garden yes. and and just yes. continue to grow on your journey. That's that's awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you reaching out. Thank you, Chi-Chi, for sharing your story with us. Make sure you guys go check out Yes, I Made My Dress. She not only has an amazing health story, but you'll also see that she is a talented and creative designer. In today's pantry makeover segment, we're shining a spotlight on dos and why this sea vegetable is something you should take a look at and consider adding to your rotation. Fresh dos resembles a leafy red lettuce. Once harvested, it's normally dried immediately for maximum freshness before it's packaged. Now, dose contains a wealth of fiber and protein, and it's a rich source of several vitamins, including vitamin A in the form of carotenoids, B vitamins, vitamin C, vitamin E, and vitamin K. It's also a rich source of several minerals, including iodine, calcium, magnesium, potassium, copper, and iron. So if you're one of those that are concerned about getting iodine in your diet by taking out a lot of salt, um, make sure you're eating this, this uh, sea vegetable, which is dose. As it is a seaweed, dulse does taste like the sea. When you pan fry it, it takes on a lot of the smoky and savory characteristics of something like bacon. And if you miss bacon, give it a try with your greens or on top of a burger or sandwich or with noodles and soups and stir fries. Other than that, you can use dulse in its powder form as a mineral-rich natural salt replacement in your meals. 
You can find those products from brands like Ocean's Balance at grocery stores like Sprouts or Whole Foods or your local natural food store. Um, online is a great option too. Dulse is packaged whole leaf or flaked, and you can also find Dulse powder or seasoning mixes. Stay with us next Monday. We'll be doing a deep dive into other sea vegetables and how and why you should incorporate them into your diet. Do you have a question or an idea for a future segment? We want to hear from you. Send us your question through the contact us link on plantchangemylife.com. love spreading the word about the benefits of a healthy whole food plant-based diet and want to invite you to join us in the movement so make today the day you grab a plants change my life t-shirt for yourself or someone you love check out our new colors and styles just visit plantschangemylife.com and click on merch your purchase helps us carry out our mission you can also help by sharing the podcast with others leaving feedback and subscribing to the show wherever you listen We truly appreciate your support. Thank you for listening in to the Plants Change My Life podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Please follow us at Plants Change My Life on Instagram and on Facebook. And head on over to PlantsChangeMyLife.com for additional information about the show and the resources that were mentioned. Also, if you or someone you know has a story to share, please get in touch with us at stories at PlantsChangeMyLife.com. Respect. And always remember, when you eat good, you reap good. Peace.